Hey guys, it's Girl with the Golden Septum, Judy. Back with another podcast. I know it's been forever. Please don't sodomize me. <laughs> Please don't kill me, okay? Um, I know that it's been forever, but, you know, a girl has a life too. And a job. So, your girl's busy. Um, so anyways, I just want to talk to you guys. Um, about, just, I'm gonna take a minute. Because I've been making a lot of podcasts that I would say they're funny, they're a little bit more lighthearted. And as much as I want to say that that was the point of this podcast, of making it, it is not. I feel like I strayed a bit from kind of like where I was going for and what I was shooting for in this podcast. Um, When I first made this podcast, many of you guys might not know, but I do have a Tumblr. And it's with the same name, Girl with the Golden Septum. And um, that Tumblr, again, was made with a purpose. I had a certain purpose for my for showing and sharing. Um, when I finally decided to share my story, it was really hard. Um, but I knew that, that it's something that I wanted to do. I wanted a platform where I could talk to people, to write, to connect with other people and tell them, um, about what I went through. I feel like it would be a complete and utter waste to the 15 or odd years that I've been struggling and dealing with a lot of things alone, that it would be a waste just to have to gone through it and not share it, um, not help people, not help people understand if, you know, someone they love is going through it. Um, And I just, I wanted a platform where I could make that. With that being said, I wanted these podcasts to be serious. Me, if you know me, I'm not a serious person. I have never been a serious person. Well, I mean, I guess I haven't been a serious person for like two years. I think before that, of course, I was going through depression. I was a teenager, teenage angst, you know, all that bullshit. Um, But I think that me as a person... Generally, I'm not a serious person. I don't like being serious. Um, my life is a joke, so why not laugh? You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean that in like, haha, my life sucks. But I'm just saying like, life is <laughs> is going to have its ups and downs. And it's, you know, depending on how you deal with stuff, that's how you deal with it. But me personally, I like to laugh. I like to enjoy the pain. I'm just kidding. The pain and sorrow. But honestly, I like to make jokes out of things. I know I probably shouldn't, but I do. And a lot of people might not agree with it, but I, honestly, I don't even really care. Um, it's just how I deal with things, how I talk about things. Um, like I said, these podcasts are going to start getting serious now. Um, I start transitioning from lighthearted podcasts to funny stories or crazy stories to like deep stuff um the sugar baby was a transition and then this podcast today is going to be a transition and it's not i'm ashamed or embarrassed that's why i haven't talked about this it's more like i just don't know how to put it into words and i don't know how i want to say it i want to obviously be sophisticated and have my rhetoric right so i one i don't offend people and two Maybe I want to help people a little bit better to understand what I went through and how to help other people. If you, if you're following, you know what I mean. But 
yeah, so my podcasts are going to be serious. But me, of course, being a cynical-ass bitch, <laughs> I might make a joke. I might crack a joke um, that might be offensive to people who were, went through this or people who know people who've gone through it or people suicide. You, you know, you never know. So um, I'm going to also be very aware of that. But I'm also, this is a disclaimer that me as a person, I'm funny and I don't take things seriously. And I joke about things that probably shouldn't be joked about. Um, I like satire. I like all that. Um, and that kind of falls into place. But anyways, we're straying. <laughs> we're kind of getting off the path a little bit. But um, So yeah, that's, that was my intention with making a podcast in the first place. It was to go along with the Tumblr. And my Tumblr, I kind of like just jumped right in. And me, I'm always going to be a writer. I'm, I love writing. I'm just, I'm going to write my book one day. Um, I have all these plans because I feel like, me personally, I feel like everyone's story is important. Um, I care about their moms. I care about people in general. So I just care about people's stories. I think they're important. Um, I care about my story. I feel like it makes me the person I am. And, you know, vice versa. You know, people makes people who they are. Um, but anyways, I want to share my story. I want to help people. I want to help people understand themselves or their loved ones or people that have passed or whatever, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my intentions of making this podcast. Granted, I am only one person. This is only one story. This is only one side of a never-ending life and world and um yeah that's pretty much it I'm just one person and I just hope that if I could help just one person then I I did my job I feel like I did something good I feel like I fulfilled some kind of thing uh, and just the fact that a lot of people I have an audience of people listening means the world to me because I mean I'm so used to not talking about my problems I'm so used to shutting things up and like if you ever knew me or if you know me, you know that I don't ever talk about my life. I don't ever talk about myself, just in general. And I guess you could say that was kind of self-hatred of myself and I just think I'm unimportant. But I also think that I just was saving it. That's how I feel. I feel like I am not an antisocial or an introvert. I think I could, I'm somewhat introvert and an extrovert. I feel like I'm both, honestly. I feel like when I'm together and with someone, like, oh yeah, I'm fun, but also, like, I can be very shy. I feel like I'm both. I don't even know if that's a thing. I don't know if I can be both, but I feel like I am. And I feel like with me personally, I, I'm scared of opening up to people. I'm going to admit that right now, that I, I've been scared. So when I was doing these podcasts, um, I was kind of like slowly opening the door for myself in a way. But, sorry, I had to burp. I know it's disgusting. But anyways, um, so yeah, with that being said, um, I'm heading in the direction and the purpose of my podcast. And that was to talk about things that, ugh, one, embarrass me or two, just I feel uncomfortable or scared to talk about because it's stigmatized but that's the whole point of talking about it so I could get it out there get some information out there and if you guys haven't noticed um my podcasts are imperfect I don't edit I don't redo it and perfect it um I want to be as authentic with you as I am with my friends 
as I am with my family. Um, I don't want to be fake to you guys. I will never be fake to you guys. I will never spread lies. I will never, everything I say is 100% of my truth. I mean, yes, it could be some different for some people, but for me, 100%, this is my truth. And like I said, I want to be as authentic with you as I possibly can because um, I don't want you to think that I'm one way with, you know, you guys and then just at home with my boyfriend or my child or my family that I'm something different. Um, You know, granted, I do have different sides of me for different occasions, but all in all, I like to remain the same and I like to be authentic and I will never, ever have a perfect podcast. I will never edit my podcast I'm human I'm human like you I make mistakes I fumble my words I talk too fast I run out of breath I say the wrong things the wrong sayings um I just wanted to show you guys that I'm human and yeah I spent 10 minutes of talking about this so I am going to jump right in into my podcast um so Disclaimer, if you guys do not want to hear about self-harm or triggering blood, needles, infections, um, just click off right now. (laughs) But um, this is basically, I'm going to talk about my self-harming story. A lot of people don't talk about it. A lot of people just make up an assumption. Um, I've been struggling with self-harm since I was 10 years old. Um, until recently, honestly, um, I've never really stopped, but, um, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. So when I was the ripe age of 10, I was experimenting with self-harm. And the thing is, is like when you're that young, you really don't know what you're doing. Um, so I used a safety pin to cut myself and they're kind of scratches, whatever. They weren't even really deep. Um, and that was kind of the whole point. I didn't want to fucking kill myself. I was only 10 years old, but I was experimenting with self-harm and, you know, I didn't like, I didn't even know it was a trend or it was a thing. I want to say trending, but it was kind of trend. It was kind of like an emo trend. Um, but like I said, like, I didn't even know about that because I'm only fucking 10 years old. Uh, I mean, I didn't even use the internet during that time. Like, granted, I did have internet, but we had, like, a desktop and, like, it fucking was slow as shit. <laughs> and it was only for homework. But at 10 years old, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I just remember lying to people if they were asked. And they were, I tried to make them look like scratches. Which I think I did an okay job of doing. Um, because I got away with it for like the next two years. When I hit my middle school, junior high, I went to Wilsey Wood. Horrible school, by the way. I'm just kidding, but I fucking hated it. Um, I was bullied. But, uh, anyways, I just remember my mom finding out like the beginning of, I don't know if it was seventh or eighth grade. I think I want to say seventh grade. It was like October of seventh grade. I remember because it was Halloween time because my mom was making a tutu for me. And I know, right, guys, shut up. <laughs> it was a thing back then. Kill yourself. Anyway, so I had a tutu on and my mom was like, what the fuck is that? And I don't want to give too much of that story because it has to do with my other podcasts that I have in the future about my mom. And, um, but yeah, she found out. So around that time, I started experimenting with cutting on my ankles. 
which I did a lot of my ankles and my calves and my knees. Um, again, with safety pins and razors. I started transitioning to razors my sophomore year. And, um, but before that, I really like safety pens. And I know you guys are going to probably like, why? But, um, if you guys really want to know, it's because, like, I could slowly dig. I know this sounds really fucked up, but, like, so I could slowly just go back and forth and just slowly make it deeper and, like, slowly feel the pain. Um, that's why I preferred a safety pen. I still kind of prefer a safety pen. If I were to cut myself now, it'd either be a glass or a safety pen. I know that sounds really fucked up, but... This is the honest, this is the truth, and I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat anything with you guys. Never, ever going to do that. I'm not a liar. Anyways, so I used to like safety pens, and um, I transitioned to my legs. Around my freshman year, I started realizing that I was getting bad attention for it. And I didn't fucking like it. I didn't like people looking at me. I didn't want I didn't want people to think of something of me. Um, honestly, and I didn't want people to use it. I didn't want people to be like, oh, you're email, bitch, go kill yourself, go cut yourself. Um, which people some people did. But all in all, I just didn't want people to ever say that to me. I didn't want people to know. I was embarrassed, I was ashamed, I was hating myself for doing it and for liking it. I still hate myself for doing it and liking it. Um, but psh, I guess I didn't care because I still did it. And after my freshman year, I transitioned to my thighs, um, which ideally I would still cut at, even now. And, um, so for a while I was cutting for a while I stopped. And the thing is, is like, I never had like a set time or a routine for myself harm. It was kind of like how I was feeling that day, if I was stressed, if I was sad, if I just felt like I wasn't good enough, or I felt basically nervous and anxiety. I had really bad anxiety when I was growing up. Now, not so much. Um, sometimes, oh, I, sometimes I get anxiety attacks, but it's not that bad now. Um, I think the reason why was because of my life at home wasn't great, um, which I will talk about in another podcast. But as far as myself harming and the routine, I didn't have one. It's just kind of like how I felt, how many times I wanted to feel like doing it. Um, basically, that's how it went. Um, I, I kept going, you know. I, I think sometimes I would go, like, months without doing it, weeks, months. Uh, I think the longest I've ever been was, like, maybe a year. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of how... Uh, my senior year, again, I started self-harming really badly my senior year, um, and then I got pregnant, and then I only self-harmed once, twice when I was pregnant. Um, one time was really, really bad. I had, like, a like a breakdown, basically, and um, I was really bad when I was pregnant, and I actually want to talk about my pregnancy in a different podcast, but my pregnancy was really bad, and... Um, the experience was really bad. But I also wanted to t- say that with my self-harm that um, I had a breakdown and I, I cut myself like I, like 20 times on my arm. And it was with a piece of glass because I was fighting with a f- person. And um, 
And yeah, I regret it. I was scared. I, I didn't even really realize what I was doing at the time because I wasn't thinking straight. Um, and I think that was like the last time I've done it. Then my pregnancy. Um, after my pregnancy, I stopped and then I got back to it. Um, last year, I, yeah, like, you know, at last year, uh, I got back to self-harming regularly. Um, and by regularly, I mean, I would do it like maybe, I, I just noticed that I did it a lot more than the previous months or year. And, um, the last time I've self-harmed now has been maybe four or five months ago, which I know you guys are like, what the fuck? But like, I have problems that I feel like, I can just talk about it now. Like, I feel like it's an addiction sometimes. Um, when I went to therapy, which I could talk about in another podcast, um, I was told that endorphins release or, yeah, endorphins release when you self-harm and people get addicted to feeling good about themselves. So basically I felt like, dude, I felt like on top of the world when I would cut myself. I just felt like the reason why I liked it so much was because I'm like, I'm in control of my body for once. I'm in control of how I dress it and how I wear things and how I decorate my body and, um, it was empowering, at least at the time. I think by the t- age of, like, 13, I started realizing, like, wow, I really like this because I'm in control of my body. Um, I'm in control of how many cuts I want to do or how deep I want to go. I'm in control of all of that. And no one can stop me because this is my body. And I would push myself really, really far sometimes. Um, and by that, I mean I just cut a lot. And... I don't want to romanticize it or glamorize it because it's not a beautiful thing. I think it's disgusting. Me, now, I fully stopped. I will never do it again. I have a... Well, we could talk about that later, but... um, As I was saying, like... It just felt so good to be in control of my body. I felt like people put pressures on me and put... um, I don't know. I just felt like people looked at me a certain way. Even if someone looked at me a certain way, I would get very insecure and think like, oh my God, someone's judging me. I'm not perfect. And um, that would really... Dr- and the thing is, it's like I don't really care so much about people. I really care so much about my mom and my family um, because she made me feel like that's who I should care about. Um, I don't. I shouldn't care about what other people think or say. And that part is very true. Even now, I just don't even care. Like, whatever. Like, I don't even listen to what people say about me. I just, I don't give a fuck. Um, but what I do give a fuck about is, like, my family. I give a fuck about what they think and how they see me. And I, I still very much care today because I was brought up by caring, like, how you shame your family and how you reflect yourself and how it reflects on your family and yada, yada, yada. But, um, yeah, that was very, very hard. And... I, now, I will never do it, um, and the reason I'm like, oh, well, you've said that before, that's true, I have said it before, but it's different this time, because I have a little boy looking up to me, I have someone who understands, and someone who sees pain, and cuts, and owies, 
and he's just like, owie, you know? And it really hurts my heart because I don't want him to see me be weak or be vulnerable or just basically just fall apart. I don't want him to see that. I don't want to be that person. I went through too much in my life to allow myself to fall back and to pity myself. I don't want to pity myself. I don't want to be the person. I don't want to be the mom that cries to her kid and is weak. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want that. I want a strong child. I want someone to be proud of. I. I, I want my son to be proud of me. Is what I mean. And um, I want. I want him to have confidence. If I have confidence in me and myself, I know that he will have confidence in himself. And that is the number one important thing in this world to me is my son and he changed me for the better and I did fall back I'm not perfect like I said I'm I'm not perfect I when I the last time I cut myself was only one time and I saw myself doing it what I was doing and I said what the fuck am I doing what the hell am I doing I'm a grown woman I can control everything in my life now and when I thought that I just got empowered I I stopped I was like what the fuck like, I am literally in control of my surroundings, I'm in control of how I decorate my house or what I do for the day or work. I'm, I'm in control of everything and my choices now, which I've never felt before. I never felt independence like this. And I just got super empowered. And, and that's what made me stop. And when I started doing these podcasts, um, it was shortly after I came to that realization. Um, I grew up in the last two months of after that and before the podcast, like right before I made this podcast, I thought, wow, you know, it would be a shame not to do this podcast. It would be a shame not to talk about, I don't even care if anyone listens. If only one person listens to my podcast, that is perfectly fine. That, that makes me happy. It makes me feel like like I'm doing something right. Or that someone cares about what I have to say. Um, and like I said, like when I started this podcast right before, I completely changed as a person. Um, granted, we all have our setbacks, of course. But I felt like I was in a place where I owed it to 10-year-old Judy. Um, who didn't know any better. These podcasts were are for her. I, I owe that to myself to say, hey, I was damaged. I wasn't okay. And no one helped me. And I had to figure it out on my own, which was really fucking hard. I had to go to therapy alone. I had to do all this stuff alone. Um, I had to have a baby alone. Just all this crazy shit I had to deal with alone. But I did it. And I'm here. And I'm... I'm actually happy for the first time in my life. Um, And I don't want to ruin that. I don't want to ruin this tiny piece of life I have left to being sad or to pitying myself or to hiding things away. Um, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it with people. I want people to feel empowered about themselves. I want people to change for the better. I want people to be happy. Um, People like me, people that were like me, are like me. Um, and I felt that after, you know, after that epiphany 
And after that realization, I just, I wanted to do a podcast. And that's kind of like why I'm here. This is why I'm doing this podcast is because I care about people. If I ever loved you, I'll always love you. If I ever cared about you, I'll always care about you. Even if you've done the most fucked up shit to me. Um, which has happened, which people have done. <laughs> people have hurt me before. Um, which I'll talk about. I already talked about Peyton, but, um, I just want to help people understand self-harm. I want them to understand themselves. I want someone to help others, people. Like if your loved one is self-harming and you don't know how to talk about it, you don't know how to deal with it. This is a good starting point. Um, because I feel like if someone would have came to me at 10 years old when I was experimenting with self-harm, um, I feel like I would have completely changed. I felt like if someone came to me lovingly and supportive, I would have listened. Um, and that was, you know, before everything, before everything in my life, which you'll hear about it. And then I'll say like, hey guys, this happened. But anyways, before that, um, yeah, like, there's this huge stigma. Like, I remember, you know, when I first started doing it, like, people were like, oh, she's emo, she just wants attention. Or, um, oh, she just wants attention, she's so stupid, they're not even scratches. Um, and that's very hurtful. Any type of self-harm is self-harm. Um, and people should care about that, you know, especially if it's your friend or whatever. Um, it's not nice to bully, so automatically don't bully someone. But um, I remember just feeling so hurt when people were like, oh, you just want attention. Um, That's exactly the opposite of what I wanted. Honestly, I don't want attention. I still don't want attention. I still don't even like talking about it because it's so hard to talk about it. It's so weird to talk about it in of such a personal and, oh, I just don't like talking about it. But I'm here doing it because I love you guys and I want to help people. Especially, like, if you're a teenager, I don't even know who listens to this, but I want to help people. I don't even care. Um, but self-harm is not for attention. Um, if someone goes as far to cut themselves, burn themselves, pull out their hair, self-destruct in any type of way, and I do consider self-destruction as self-harm. I feel like self-harm is not just a physical physical thing I feel like it's you know emotional mental you know pushing people away and doing these things that are self-destructive I feel like that's also self-harm but anyways um I feel like if if someone goes as far to self-harm themselves to cut themselves to burn themselves to punch themselves in the face and to give themselves bruises um that's still harming yourself that's still a thing I don't know anyone who would purposely cut themselves just to get attention i mean granted there might be a couple people who would go that far but to me it sounds crazy i'm not like that i think it's outrageous that people used to think that about me um especially when i've been dealing with it for almost 12 years now so yeah um so if you know someone is doing it and you say um they probably just want attention like it's still serious they still have some psychological problems um if you are a self-harmer like me um i suggest that instead of coping with things negatively do positive stuff um for me i used to love reading and writing when i was not self-harming to cope with things 
I was writing, I was reading, I was um, drawing, I was being artistic, I was putting my energy into something positive and beautiful rather than something so negative and hurtful. Because cutting yourself does hurt. I will admit that sometimes I remember I cut myself a little too deep a few times and I just remember just hurting and as much as it made me feel alive, it also hurt really bad. And um, the fact that I pushed myself so far, really, really, it still bugs me. It still makes me uncomfortable with myself. Like, Judy, why did you do this to yourself? Judy, why did you push yourself so far? Why did you think that this was an okay thing to do um, for as long as like over a decade it's it's just it really really makes me sad inside sometimes um but i know that i'm better now and that i have a platform at least an audience or some five people or two people three people i don't know um 10 people as long as i have some people talking or listening and thinking about it then i feel like hey i went through this but at least I could talk about it. And at least I could maybe help someone. And I can't, <laughs> I can't like say that enough. Like I just want to help someone. Um, so with that being said, if you're a self-harmer and you're struggling, go ahead and message me. I know how it feels. I've been in that same boat, especially being addicted to it because I psh, fucking still do it. And the thing is like me now being an adult, um, I made my promise like last year um, that I was just going to decorate my body beautifully with tattoos um I want to cover all my scars like my goal in life right now is to get a full sleeve on my left arm because that's my self-harming arm and then I also want to get a leg sleeve on my right leg because that's the leg I've always cut myself on if I cut my leg or thigh or ankle it was always my right and my left arm well my left arm my right leg okay guys yeah you know what I mean um but yeah, so that was my promise to myself. Um, because tattoo is basically stabbing yourself, cutting yourself, but just putting beautiful artwork on. And I love it. I already have almost a half a sleeve. I just have to fill in some spots. And then um, I'll get a full sleeve eventually. And I just want to, I just can't wait to cover my scars and to cover all my mistakes and granted they're not beautiful to me um I, I like i want to say like people say scars are beautiful scars make you who you are in my case they're not beautiful to me i don't think they're beautiful i don't like them i just want to cover them and a part of me is ashamed but also a part of me just feels like it's not something to celebrate um i don't want to celebrate my scars I just think that it's not right um, because they're done so negatively and I was so young and um, I struggled with it. So me personally, I will never celebrate scars. I'll never celebrate self-harming. I don't think it's beautiful. I don't want to romanticize or glamorize it because it's ugly. And another thing is, is I used to get infections. So um, granted, I thank the Lord. I never got really bad infections to where like it was pussy and I had to go see a doctor. I've never had to do that. Um, but I have had some bad infected ones that would just get red and swollen and crusty and gross. Um, and yeah, like bro, like it was just not cute and it fucking hurt. 
it took the healing process longer. Um, it made worse scars. And lucky for me, my scars fade pretty well. Like if it was like, I have a few really, really deep ones, um, that will never go away, but the other ones, they have gone away. And I'm so glad. I'm so blessed that I never cut myself deep enough to where it left like an actual, like actual scar. Um, and I'm so blessed that I never did that and I never liked it because I don't like that. (laughs) Um, it's just, I never wanted to hurt myself. I never really, I, the thing about self-harm, people think that like you're self-harm or you just want to kill yourself or you're on the verge of suicide. But really I just wanted to release some pain and I just wanted to take control of something at least for me personally. And, um, my intention was never to kill myself. Granted, I did feel suicidal, but my intention was not to kill myself. Um, so yeah, this is basically my, uh, self-harming story. And if you are someone who, again, is struggling with self-harm, you know, seeing a therapist is, people probably think like, I used to think this, that, oh, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to see a therapist. Um, that crazy, that C word, crazy, um, I threw out of my dictionary. I will never call anyone crazy. I do call my stories crazy sometimes, but me personally, I don't like, will ever say it in a negative way. Like, oh, this bitch is crazy. Um, I have before, but I came to the realization, like, <laughs> literally three days ago, that, like, it's not a good word to use negatively. Um, I've been called crazy, like, my whole life. I don't think I'm crazy at all. I think that I'm very misunderstood. I think that people don't understand the things I've been through, but I don't think I'm crazy. So I don't like using that word. Um, me, I used to like, I used to hear that, oh, you're fucking crazy because you cut yourself. And that made me feel like, oh, I'm never going to see a therapist because I'm not crazy. When in reality, I am fucking crazy. No, but I'm serious. Like, when in reality, I did need to see a therapist. And I just rejected and denied what I was going through. This was a really long podcast, guys. I've been talking a lot. Um, which I think makes up for the the lack of podcasts I've been doing. And uh, this has been very serious. Um, a serious side to me. Which is fine. Um, I want to do, I'm going to start transitioning into harder and harder podcasts to talk about. Um, so the next one is probably going to be a lighthearted one. Um, I don't even know what it's going to be about, but it's going to be lighthearted. I want to create a balance of hard shit, hard deep shit, and a lighthearted, um, you know, different but not so depressing kind of stuff uh, I don't want to depress you guys I just want to get information out there and help people like I've said 50 billion fucking times already but anyways yes I love you guys I hope you guys love yourself um thank you. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening um I never thought I would have an audience I never thought that anyone would like me I didn't think that, I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck I'm thinking, but I didn't think that was going to happen. So it just means the world to me that you guys listen to my podcast. Um, but yeah, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't. If you fucking like me, if you even don't like me, still subscribe. I love all of you guys, even if you fucking hate me. Um, <laughs> anyways, I love you guys. I'm going to come out with another podcast soon. Uh, probably next week in a couple days, this new week. 
Obviously not on Halloween night, but you know what I mean. So anyways, I love you guys. Hope you guys love yourself. I already said that. Um, I hope this guy's disguise. I hope this didn't trigger you guys too much. But if it did, I'm sorry. I love you guys. Um, take care of yourself. I've been doing this outro for like five fucking minutes. Bye.